Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and every week I lead you through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond, bringing you stories of the amazing people in and around the barbecue culture. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen in. I appreciate the gift of your time, and I hope I can entertain you for a little bit. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. And now, on with this week's show. Hello and welcome to episode 114 of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. About this time last year, I had the pleasure of meeting Laurel and Lyle from Winter's Turkeys during the Alberta Open Farm Days event at Eau Claire Distillery in Turner Valley. We spoke briefly then and exchanged contact info. Finally, a couple weeks back, I took the short drive east of Calgary to Dalamede to visit and tour the farm and to sit down with Lyle to learn all about their operation. It is very refreshing to see this younger couple taking the reins of a multi-generational family farm and running with it. I found it interesting to hear Lyle talk about how the turkeys had always been free-range on the farm, but it was only more recently that they realized that that was a thing people were looking for. For winter's turkeys, it's just how it has always been, putting the animal's well-being at the forefront to produce a quality product in an ethical manner. Do you have a barbecue or cooking product you'd like me to review and talk about on the show? I'm looking for folks with rubs, sauces, gadgets, and more that would like to be a part of a new product review feature on the podcast. Please get in contact with me if you're interested via social media or by email at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. This episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you in part by the Alberta Podcast Network. For three years now, the APN has been supporting Alberta podcasters by building audiences for their shows and by connecting listeners with Alberta-based businesses, organizations, and community partners. With close to 40 different and unique podcasts on the roster, there truly is something for everyone on the Alberta Podcast Network. If you've ever watched a movie and wondered, why did they choose that cast? Perhaps repodcasting is the show for you. Join hosts Janet and Lucia as they recast your favorite and not-so-favorite movies. Here they are to tell you about it. The show you're listening to is part of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. Another show from the network that you should check out is Repodcasting. Have you ever watched a movie and there was an actor in it that was all wrong for the part they were playing? Have you ever wanted to imagine someone else in the role? Never fear. That's precisely why Repodcasting exists. Listen as co-hosts and cousins Janet and Lucia recast their favorite and not-so-favorite movies with their dream cast. They also take a moment each episode to imagine which role in the film should have been given to Tony Danza, because, let's face it, Tony Danza would make every movie better. You can find Repodcasting wherever you listen to podcasts or at albertapodcastnetwork.com. Happy listening. Please visit www.albertapodcastnetwork for links to Repodcasting and all the great shows on the network. Welcome, everybody, another episode of the podcast. And here out at Winter's Turkeys, Dalmead, Alberta, and I've got Lyle Wagam. Yes. And Lyle just gave me a great uh, tour of the, uh, of the operation here. So that was awesome. Thank you for that. And thanks for coming on the show. How are we doing yeah. today? Doing really well. It's uh, It's been a busy day, a busy few days pre- preparing for our Christmas flock to come in. Right. But um, I'm, I'm a little happier that it's not quite as hot anymore. Yeah, cooled down a, <laughs> a few degrees. Yep. Yeah. So now it's only hot in the barn, not just uh, not outside and everywhere. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the operation here, a little bit about yourself and maybe the history of the, uh, the farm here. Absolutely. So uh, Winter's Turkeys uh, is a uh, third generation farm. Uh, started by my wife's 
grandfather uh, in in just right here on the homestead. Yep. And uh, then took taken over by my wife's dad, and now my wife Laurel uh, has taken over. So um, the farm started as a lot of farms in this area do with a mixed. Um, mixed farming operation, lots of different streams of income between cattle and and um, grain farming mm -hmm. and turkeys was part of that and, right. and um, Jack actually started some you know Daryl's told me about some of the, his first deliveries were driving into like the Bank of Montreal on Stephen Avenue and like right. dropping off turkeys at the back door and that's okay. kind of how we got started selling yep. turkeys and um, so started with turkeys uh, 1958 and it's really grown it's grown into you know our really the main thing we do here on the farm now right. and uh, we raise free-range um, and organic turkeys so those are those are two titles that people may have heard and not totally understand what that means mm -hmm. so um, a free-range turkey uh, if it says free range on the packaging, that means it, it is raised without antibiotics. Okay. Um, and then another thing that you you may see on on advertisements and is that uh, this poultry is raised without hormones, right. which is actually the case for all poultry. Right. There's no poultry raised with any hormones. So uh, sometimes we get people asking us about that. Yeah. And then our, our organic birds uh, are raised under the exact same free range protocols and they receive a different feed yep. that is uh, so all their inputs are certified organic and um, we choose uh, you don't have to by any stretch but we choose to raise uh, our organic birds as as a heritage right an orlop breed yeah um, and but again you could raise other breeds of turkeys yeah. as organic as right? organic. That's just yeah so and then a bit about myself i um grew up north here uh, mm -hmm. three hills on a farm not uh, not very much poultry on that farm. I had a pretty huge phobia of birds growing okay. up. But I met uh, Laurel, and uh, she helped me overcome that fear. Good, yeah, I guess it was and one or the other. Was, yeah, so uh, I, I very distinctly recall it was Thanksgiving, and, mm -hmm. and we were moving turkeys from the brooder barn to a grower barn, and one thing I've learned since then is that when when evening comes and the sun starts to set, turkeys yep. just sit down wherever they're at oh. and it's time to sleep. Okay. And um, we were moving these birds and they were starting to get dark. Yeah. And I heard Daryl, who's now my father-in-law, yeah. say, if we just had one more person, we could finish this before it gets dark. Right. And I looked around and there was only one person he could possibly <laughs> be talking about. So yeah, got that, in there. Uh, that got me into the barn and yeah. after that it's just grown from there and yeah. now I... Uh, I'm, I no longer have a phobia of turkeys, and Good. I, I quite enjoy them. Yeah, so. kind of like throwing a kid in the water to teach him to swim, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dragged you in. Yeah. So you said you kind of had a farming background yourself, La? Yeah, yeah. grain farming mostly. Grain farmer, yeah. Um, so lots of round and rounds and back and forth. Yeah. But, uh, so this is different. I, I enjoy the challenges that come with, with turkey farming. Um, it is very different than, yeah. than a lot of other kinds of agriculture. Yeah. So. Uh, it's it's definitely very very cool to experience that. Yeah, and then you said uh, Laurel and yourself moved back here about three years ago. Yeah, so um, we got married um, about four years ago, and we were we were living nearby. We were only about three or four miles away. Okay. Um, and Laurel was working here full time. I was teaching full time okay. back then. Yeah. And uh, I still 
teach part-time or I did this past year until yeah. they sent everybody home. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. And uh, so we decided after a while that we should, you know, we're going to make a go of it mm-hmm. and, and continue on with the farm that we should be here on the farm. Yeah, so, so that wasn't necessarily always the plan to to continue this? Yeah, I, you know, Daryl and Crean have been really amazing at saying yeah. like this farm has been their life and it's been good to them mm-hmm. and turkey farming has been good to them yeah. but um you know there's never been any pressure like you right. need to come sure. back yep. we expect you to so you know laurel worked for a couple years here um just seeing how it was going and if it was something she was interested in mm-hmm. and then um you know i was helping out when i could and around you know evenings and weekends and stuff and and we just both have really enjoyed it and enjoyed being a part of agriculture. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we made the decision that let's let's go for it. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. And you've enjoyed it, obviously. I have. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's been, you know, there's there's not very many days that are the same. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of you know unique challenges, and and as birds are at different ages and different stages of their life, they need different things from yeah. you. And uh, sometimes it's very manual and very labor intensive mm-hmm. and you think like why is why are we doing this this is crazy this is really hard work yeah but you know then it it relaxes and and they become more independent i guess i could call them and yeah and you get to you know work on projects and build things yeah yeah just a wide wide uh, array of activities yeah. you can do where were you teaching i actually just teach up the road in langdon oh I, perfect grade six PE and, okay. and nice. middle school kind of so nice and close for you then. Yeah, no, it, it was it was perfect that I, I got a job there and yeah. I was like I can't find a school closer to the farm. No so, kidding. Yeah. So, and you were saying with the the way you kind of run the the flocks here, you've got kind of a part of the year where you don't have any. Yeah, that's right. So um, we raise a Thanksgiving and a Christmas flock. All right. The Thanksgiving flock that we place around the first of June. Um, tomorrow is the. 12th of August yes. and we, we placed the first bit of our Christmas flock then so our our barns are completely full starting on the 12th right and then they'll be full until we send out those Thanksgiving birds yep. in o- early October right and then by the time Christmas rolls around all our barns are empty yeah and we don't place another flock so until. we just do two flocks a year yeah and um, that the winter season is when we we clean out our barns, we make repairs and improvements yep. and, and that kind of stuff and kind of relax a little bit. It also gives us an opportunity is that's a time of the year when we can really focus on on our customer relations and, mm-hmm. you know, product development and, and getting feedback from our from our retail customers right. about what's worked, what do they like. It's, uh, it's a time for us to go out and, and do samplings and... Yeah, get out there. And get out, get you know, because out, right? we're, we're very tied to the farm here right. yeah. during the summer. Yeah. And, um, you know, so we're not at farmer's markets. We're not mm-hmm. going to festivals and doing stuff because the birds need us here. Right. And, uh, but during the winter, you know, we try and find opportunities just to promote turkey yeah. and, and promote our brand. Yeah, so. build, the, build the business side yeah, of that, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into a little bit about the turkeys. Sure. Uh, as you mentioned got the organics and then the free range i guess yep. uh the breed on the free range is it a specific kind of no so there's uh there's really only two breeds of commercial okay. turkeys okay. in north america yep. it's called the nicholas and a hybrid 
and uh, you don't really get to pick which one you're getting from okay. the whatever uh, whatever you get you get yeah. and uh, so our so the the breed of turkey that people get from us as a free range is the same turkey that a lot of growers have right the differences that we see uh, mm-hmm. from our turkeys is one of the big things is is how long they're on our farm right so a turkey in a commercial farm will um, they, they grow them smaller uh, that's a, usually a target weight that's a little lower than ours right and they're gonna be there from 12 13 weeks um, our birds are on our farm 16 through 18 okay the toms even longer right they need a little more time on feed um, and that that does a couple things we we don't feed a really high protein diet we're not pushing our birds right um, and and we're also that that time on feed we believe it leads to a better finish um, so when when you buy a turkey you know it's it's a very lean animal mm-hmm. there's not a lot of fat on it yep. and really the only place that that a turkey can put on fat is that layer between the meat and the skin. Okay. Really yeah. the only place yeah. that's going to grow much fat. Some, yeah. in, you know, in the dark meat, the thighs and drums, sure. there's a little more. A little bit, yeah. Not a lot. So we find that with more time on feed and a slower rate of gain, mm-hmm. that the turkeys grow that layer of fat. Okay. They reach a size where their bodies are saying, okay, this is a good size. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be any bigger than this in muscle. Right. And then they start just like you and I, body, you know, yep. when we, if we don't do a lot and yep. eventually we start putting on fat and that's what happens with the turkey. And right. that is one of the big differences we see in our bird is that it, um, because it has that layer of fat to it, mm-hmm. it is, it's a lot juicier turkey okay. when you yeah. cook it. Sure. It's kind it of a, sense, yeah. you know, that fat melts and, and goes through the turkey as you're cooking it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's... You know, I think I don't want to say it's our claim to fame, but it's it's one of the things that we believe because we're we're feeding and raising different right. that we have a different product at the yep. end of the day. Awesome. So yeah, and then our organic birds, um, they're a little smaller. Uh, again, not as high a protein a feed. Mm-hmm. So and and our target is a little smaller on those for weight. Um, just that's what people have asked for. Right. Our retail, our customers and our and our retail partners have yep. said. You know, we'd like a, a little smaller turkey for the organic, right. but they are uh, what's what's known as an Orlop breed. They're, that's a heritage breed of turkey. Um, I always describe them as they're a lot closer to the wild turkeys that you know you see in in pictures and movies and shows right. and stuff. So they're they're they have those beautiful black iridescent mm-hmm. feathers, yeah. and uh, they're more they're more flighty in air okay. quotes flighty. Right. Yeah. Uh, so one, they like trying to fly more. Right. And two, they're just, they're a little more nervous around people. They don't okay. like us in the barn as much. Yeah, we know. I noticed that when, yeah. with the uh, the white birds, Yeah, uh, we got there and they just all kind of congregated towards us, whereas the other ones didn't seem yeah, to. Yeah, like you're, you're not as important to their world and they don't feel yeah. that they need you there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's a good way to, yeah, to say Yeah, absolutely. It. That's great. Um, and, you know, you, we kind of touched on it a little bit uh, with the free range, the uh, kind of the humane yeah side of the raising of the birds right so um so there's yeah humanely raised is another one of those things that i think people don't really know what that means so um 
no no turkey is ever going to be cage raised uh, it's it's not an effective method because okay. they grow so quickly and so fast you would have to be changing cages all the time so so there's no turkeys that are going to be in cages mm -hmm. um there are turkeys that will are what's called free run so they spend their life no, never in a cage right and they're but they're indoors all the time okay from day one through, all through those 13 weeks they're indoors right our turkeys what free range means in addition to being raised without antibiotics is it means that they have when it's appropriate free and unfettered access to the outdoors right so what that when it's appropriate means is it means not when you're brooding not when that turkey needs it to be 30 31 32 33 degrees right because they don't have any insulation yet mm -hmm. no feathers right so it's not appropriate to free range sure. those birds absolutely they, they wouldn't make it yeah and we went into the the brooding barn and the heat was yeah. cranked up because you've got them coming tomorrow <laughs> yeah. right so i as soon as we walked in there it was yeah it's hot like yeah. the last few weeks here <laughs> in alberta yeah, exactly been, so. Yeah. um so or you know if it's um really very cold like if we got a terrible cold snap that sure. rolled through in september we yeah. would move the birds back inside and again that's the humane side of that is you know you, well that's you the keep them treated well yeah the well-being of the animal yeah. right absolutely so um but the rest of the time when it's possible they can mm -hmm. go outside yeah uh, whenever they like and and the humane side of that um for us we see that as because we're raised without antibiotics mm -hmm. Um, prevention is our only treatment. Right. So we see tying together that raise without antibiotics and keeping our birds healthy along with, you know, I'm happier when I'm clean. So of course. we're in there every other day putting bedding down, mm -hmm. making sure they're staying, they have clean straw and, and stuff like that. And um, and we also provide, I think that the term in the turkey world is enrichments. Okay. Uh, but really it's like, it's providing things for them to do. And, and sometimes that's forage. So we have hay bales out oh, there. Okay. We, we put perches for them to sit on so that they can roost on mm -hmm. things and fly up and fly down. Um, and we, we have, um, it's called a peck stone. It's just a hard brick, like a salt lick for a cow okay. of mineral. Yeah. Yep. Um, not the same salt content by any mean, but just something for them to peck away at and yeah. that they'll keep them entertained. Kind right. of thing. Yeah. So, so those are some of the things we do on our farm to, uh, to make sure that our birds are you know, humanely treated and, and happy. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're not just stuck in a, yeah. stuck in a barn. I guess that's, and you touched on it for me is absolutely some confusion. You know, I go to the grocery store to buy eggs and you see free run and free range. Yeah. And what does that mean? Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah. you know, to, I guess you got, you got free run, you got free range, and then organic. Mm -hmm. And an organic turkey doesn't have to be free range. Right. Organic turkey, like organic chickens don't even have to be free run. It's just a matter it's, of what they've it's, been it's, fed, it's, right? It's a matter of what they've eaten. Yeah. So, so organic, you know, we choose to raise our organic turkeys free range because, and really, it's because that's the way... Jack started raising turkeys mm -hmm. and that's the way Daryl raised turkeys. And yeah. then, you know, for a lot of the things we're doing here on our farm, um, we just, these, these names and, and movements kind of grew into us. Mm -hmm. Like we've been doing pretty much the same thing that, that Jack started doing right. in 1958 with turkeys. Mm -hmm. And it, it worked then it was a, a quality product 
and that's what drew people to winter's turkeys right. they knew we had good tasting turkeys they yeah. knew we we made a you know a turkey that you could be proud to serve to your family mm -hmm. and over time people realized and we realized that our turkey is also free range right and we also raised some organics so yeah. we you know Hey. We can we can say that, but yeah. you know, and, and so I think we're seeing a little different demographic of customer now that's mm -hmm. attracted to us because of the way we raise our birds. Right. And but then they they eat our turkey and they discover like this is also a very high quality product. Of course. Along yeah. with you know aligning with their you know how what kind of food they want. Yeah, to eat. the values. I think yeah. they're certainly seeing a more of a a move towards towards that with. Mm -hmm. uh, the food we're buying and yeah. more and more people looking for that in not just the, f the food not just the taste sorry but yeah the uh, the humane side of it and yeah. uh, all of that and the well-being of the animals right so yeah absolutely gonna take just a real quick pause for a word from our alberta podcast network sponsor and then uh talk a little bit about the uh, the end product i guess and how it might relate to barbecue here so we'll be right back this episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you in part by ATB Financial. Today, I want to tell you about ATB's new podcast, The Future Of. Join Todd Hirsch, ATB's Vice President and Chief Economist, as he connects with special guests who offer unique and useful perspectives about the future. Explore how our economy and communities can not only brace for change, but embrace the opportunity it creates. From the future of women in business to the changing nature of work itself, the future of helps us understand what's coming and what we need to do today to get the tomorrow we want. Featuring two episodes each month plus bonus episodes, the future of includes interviews with top community and business leaders from Alberta and around the world. Subscribe to the future of in the Apple Store, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are found, and connect to ask your questions about the future by emailing thefutureof at atb.com. All right, we are back. I'm out at uh, Dalamede, Alberta, Winter's Turkeys, here with Lyle Wegham, um, talking turkey, I guess, and uh, let's get into the uh, the finished product, I guess. Okay, uh, I'm really excited to do that. Yeah, so absolutely. That's, I, uh, if I think, if I was to ask you, yeah. what's the number one complaint people have with turkey? Dry. It's dry, Yeah. right? Yeah. So we've already kind of touched on why I think a Winter's Turkey is a bit different. but The fat, the fat content. The fat yeah. content, but mm -hmm. I... I want to talk about cooking a turkey because this is something that I'm I'm a little bit passionate about. All right, I can tell and, you again, and, yeah. And letting people know. So, um, we all know about like safe temperatures. Mm -hmm. It's very important that we don't get sick or make anyone else sick with the food we're cooking. And turkey is one of those products, along with chicken and pork, that that just has and it's no harm to the turkey. But there is things like salmonella in there, and mm -hmm. you got to get rid of that. Yep. So, people get really you know, and they ask us how we cook our turkeys. Mm. And sometimes they go like, what? That's how you cook your turkey. So when I'm cooking a turkey, uh, whether it's a turkey part or a whole bird, mm. I'm aiming for a, a, f a temperature that when I check it with a meat thermometer, because that's my number one piece of advice, Absolutely. is have a meat thermometer. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you guys know. Yeah, the barbecue, <laughs> yeah, uh, the yeah, barbecue yeah, world, we know that. Yep. So cook that turkey to about... 135 or 140 degrees okay and you're done and you pull it out of your oven so yep. I'll, you know again the barbecue world you're going to know about resting yep. that as you rest it increases temperature. in temperature mm -hmm. so safe temperature on a turkey is 165 degrees right. Fahrenheit yep. but that safe temperature that means that if it's 165 degrees for an instant right it's dead 
So getting rid of salmonella and other pathogens within meat mm-hmm. is about time and temperature. Right. So if a, if a piece of meat spends a second, of turkey meat, sorry, or, yeah. and chicken, sure. uh, spends a second at 165 degrees, it's pathogen free. All right. the all the bad guys are dead, and it's safety. They're not coming back. They're as not it coming drops back. back. Yeah. As the temperature it's, drops back yeah, down. Right. It can't. But if that same turkey spends four minutes mm-hmm. at 145 degrees, okay, all those same pathogens are dead. Okay. And what you've done, because because I've done it. You know, when I first started cooking turkey, I looked at the safe temperature and it said 165. Sure. So I wanted to make sure I cooked it right to 165. And then I lost track of time. And the next thing you know, it's 170 when you pull it out of the oven. It rests, gains another 10 degrees. And now you're at 180 and you have a dry, tough, chewy turkey. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's it's like overcooking any piece of meat. You know, you you lose that, the fat, the moisture, the tenderness of it. Mm It's just that with turkey, because it's such a big thing, and it's usually, you know, when we think of turkey, we think of those holiday seasons. Yes. This big part of the meal and... The showpiece. The showpiece, and, yeah. and people are like, oh, it's not yeah. a dry turkey. Yeah. So so that's my soapbox is, you know, cook cook your turkey to... And, and any turkey, whether you're doing, um, you know, a roast or a tender. Ground, I will say, is a little different. You want to mm. cook your ground a little higher. Yeah. But... That resting time is crucial. Mm-hmm. Just throw some tinfoil over it, tent it, and it, you know if it's a whole bird, if it's a roast, 140. Okay. Pull it out. Yeah. Let it rest. You know, once it's four in four minutes, it's safe. Okay. And in ten minutes, it's it's beautiful. Right. You know, it's reabsorbed all that juice and yeah. it's it's ready to, to be really enjoyed. So, so that's my my little okay. Sir, your sermon? Yeah, that's my sermon. I'm, I'm sorry. I, you know, I'm no, probably uh, some people that are like, yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. But, you know, if you're listening and you think, well, that's crazy. It's not yeah. safe. What if it's still pink? Right. Okay. So that color aspect, people mm-hmm. think, but well, what if it's still safe? Yeah. That's why the thermometer is so crucial mm-hmm. because for like smoked turkey, it's going to be have pink. pink absolutely. You're, you're yeah. going to have it. Yeah. And if you, if you're looking at the thigh meat, you might notice like, oh, there's a bit of redness around that bone yep. or, mm-hmm. or something like that. But but if you checked it with that thermometer, yeah, then you know it's safe, mm-hmm. right? That that little bit of color, if you didn't have the thermometer and you didn't, you know, you weren't checking your temps, you, you might, oh, sure. maybe throw that piece back in. Yeah. But use your thermometer. And, and so color is, is not a as good an indicator right. as, as that temperature is. But mm-hmm. um, <coughs> so for our family, we cook... A lot of turkey. I would think, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. So, so, um, and I've got, so I know this is a podcast, so oh, we we'll kind of have to, there, so. we'll have to kind of describe it. So yeah. first things I'm going to show you, and they've kind of frosted over a little yeah. bit, but what I've got here are two different roasts that um, are really great for, these are perfect for a smaller gathering. Mm-hmm. They cook up quicker. They're around a kilogram in weight, a kilogram okay. and a half. So, you, you know, you're, you're two and a half, three pounds of meat. Yeah. Um, these are beautifully, like they marinate so well. Yeah. They, um, they smoke up mm-hmm. very nice, especially yep. the thyros. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's, it's either all dark or all white meat. Okay. Yep. And, um, and we cook these a lot. One of my favorite recipes to do with the, the thigh roast mm-hmm. is, um, actually not smoked but what i do is like a buffalo turkey okay so the thigh 
the thigh doesn't come apart as like one nice piece of meat. So it's netted and it looks nice right mm-hmm. now, but it's if you take that netting off, it kind of unrolls sure, yeah. and you can chop it into like kebabs or strips yeah. really easy. Yeah. So like marinating it in some, you know, oil and hot sauce, yeah. chili powder and then barbecuing that. Mm-hmm. That's Nice. That's a really great way. Mm-hmm. The breast roast, that is one that I, I do enjoy smoking that yes, because done, uh, it, it it takes on the flavor really well. Yeah. You know, the you, you brine it and you got some mop sauce on there mm-hmm. and it really, you know, it stays nice and moist. Absolutely. And, and it does, you can do a lot of beautiful <clears throat> things. One that I really like smoking is... Uh, is an orange tequila. Okay. So it's the the brine is pretty simple. It's uh, tequila, orange juice, orange peel, um, coriander, salt. Nice. And uh, and if you you know you can mix in some other. I've I've tried dabbling. You know, throwing some fennel and stuff like okay. that in yep. there, and letting that brine overnight, uh, and then smoking that. Um, those are pretty good meals yeah, for us. Absolutely. <laughs> so so that's. Um, you know, kind of like, again, you're feeding a group, Yeah. Right? you know, you got six, yep. four to six people coming yep. over. Yep. That's a great thing to Absolutely. cook up. Yeah. Um, now drums, we've smoked drums in the past. They're, you know, like what you see at the Calgary stand yeah, or Disneyland or Disneyland, big, uh, right? Yeah. So we've done it in the past. Um, drum is a, is a tricky piece of meat to get mm-hmm. done yeah. right. I, I have struggled with it. I yeah. don't have a great recipe. Yeah. But what I do have is we have a good relationship with the guys over at oh, Empire, Empire Provisions. Absolutely. Yeah, I've had them on the show. Yeah, so yeah. they have smoked up some turkey drums oh, nice. for us, and they're really nice. Oh, ready to go. So they're they're all ready to go. Yeah, yeah. and that's uh, those are nice. They're a little <clears throat> just two per pack. Yeah. And so you know if it's just you and another person. Yeah. You know you gotta warm them up. And warm them up. Yeah, and yeah. and we also we do have a like a, a smoked turkey that we sell. Okay. Now that does have the nitrates in it because right. of, you know, it's got to be safe. So both that and the drumsticks are, are cooked right. and just need to be warmed up. So if you're, you know, kind of reheating those smoked products, mm-hmm. you don't need to take it all the way up to safe temperature. Sure. Like just we tell people, like get it to 130. So yeah. a temp- it's enjoyable. Yeah, you know, exactly. Nobody wants cold. Yep. But, you know, the next day... Yeah. Smoked turkey sandwiches. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> Those absolutely. are really good. Yeah, and honestly, for us, uh, kind of at Christmas time for us, we've be, we've started doing prime rib. Yeah. Uh, for Chris, our Christmas dinner, but then we'll I'll smoke a turkey breast just so we've got some turkey yeah. kind of for the people that want turkey for Christmas, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's uh, it's great. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, if, if you have someone that, you know, I know my family really likes dark meat and yeah. there's never enough yeah. and it's always a fight for it. Yeah. That's something you can, you, you know, you can put that piece of meat, the, the roast in with your turkey while you're yeah. cooking it. You yeah. get the beautiful presentation of a full bird mm-hmm. and okay, let's not have, you know, let's extra, not start yeah. fighting yet. Yeah. You got the extra. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. So then we've got a few other things in here. Uh, so these are turkey patties. Turkey, yeah. And those are again, a little frosty, yeah. but those are, um, those are nice. They don't shrink. Again, it's, it comes down to that fat content. Fat, yeah, exactly. So they're not going to shrink yeah. like a beef burger, but yeah. they're also, like, you want to be careful that you're not cooking them too hot. If you're waiting sure. for the sizzle yeah. that you normally see on your barbecue, yeah, uh, you're not going to get that. You'll, ha- yeah. you'll end up with pucks. Yeah. So, again, your meat thermometer, even though they're really thin, just checking on that yeah. to uh, to make sure you're getting up to a temperature. And these, these I would take up to, like, that 150 
155 mark. Higher just to be safe. Yeah, yeah. just to be safe because it's ground. Any ground and, products. And yeah, any ground product yep. you want to you want to get cooked a little more. Yep. So those are great to throw on the barbecue and grill, and they're four in a pack. So again, nice, nice size. Yeah. Um, we, you know, this is the kind of thing that will, like at three, be like, ah, oh, what are we gonna yeah. eat? Yeah, when you have Grab a pack of those out, and and you've got burgers pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. So. Awesome. Then from there, um, we just ha- we have a, a few different types of Smokies here. Okay. And it really comes down to your to your your flavor preference. Yeah. So we've got a, a Polish Smoky, mm-hmm. you know, pretty classic flavor, garlic, pepper, sure, yeah, um, stuff like that. Yeah. The chorizo is not a, not a flamethrower. It's you know, you're trying to appeal to the, the sure. widest yeah. possible group. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's not as hot. We we have had some chorizo made recently. Uh, big shout out to the guys down at Rocky's Sausage okay. Making. Rocky, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, he's made some chorizo for us that you know we've tried, and and he he can make a pretty hot one. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then this deli smoky, um, we sell or, or we we make like slices like sandwich meat. Right. And we were getting all this feedback about how much people loved our. We have a pastrami and then a deli, nice. which is um, the difference in the two. Like they're very similar brine, the pastrami and the deli. Mm-hmm. It's just they don't have like that layer of pepper. Like, okay. So the the pastrami is you Got know is the... brined, then you do the pepper, yeah, and you roll it. Okay. Whereas the deli was just like whole muscle meat brined in in the same group of spices, right. but then not rolled and, yeah. and not with the the added pepper and people yeah. were saying how much they liked it and, and so we tried making this deli smoky so if, if you were to think of like um yeah like you know your your reuben sandwich yeah. kind of thing not not with the corned beef but with mm-hmm. the pastrami right now think turkey right and that's what you're, you're getting okay. in a smoky nice so a little uh, a hot dog kind yeah of yeah thing. nice so we'll we'll roast those up and these are all again these are all smoked products so they're they're cooked. They just need to be, you know, heated up heated to your to, to your happy and yep. and uh, they cook up really fast um, and they thaw quickly. They're mm-hmm. not they're not huge like, you know, big yeah foot long or yeah anything good like size that, uh, good serving size yeah reasonable so that's uh, I think that's everything yep. I've got here in my the, my box the box but, yeah but I you know I know when people are thinking uh, you know what's for supper kind of yeah. thing. I know there's a lot of thought that like turkey is this special occasion. Sure. And uh, I can say that before I uh, I met my wife mm-hmm. and, and lived with her, that's exactly what I thought. Yep. Turkey's for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yep. And there's been a lot of times that I've been like, oh, you can make that with, I guess, yeah, you know, you yep. can, if you can make it with chicken, you can make it with turkey. Sure. Um, it's a little leaner product. Mm-hmm. It's a little higher in protein. Yep. Uh, so we... We have found, uh, you know, Laurel's been eating it her whole life and isn't yeah. tired of it yet. And yep. Daryl well, still cooks it up. So there you go. That's a good, uh, good sign. <laughs> yeah. Any other products that you do carry that other than what you had here to show? Yeah. So we've got like a line of. Um, there's a couple different breakfast sausages. Yep. Uh, there's a really nice. It's a maple breakfast sausage mm, that nice. Rocky's yep. making for us. It's delicious. Just just the right amount of sweets I think yeah. in there and some chili flakes. Okay. So, so a nice mix. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet and heat. Yep. And um, anything else that really stands out, you know, we we have ground product as well. Okay. People like yep. cooking with ground. We have a, yeah. we have ground breast and ground thigh separately. Yeah. 
and and then a mixture okay. of these two. Right. So if you're looking for really lean, like yeah. extra lean, you go, go with the breast. The breast. Yeah. If you're looking for fat content, you go thigh. If yeah. you're looking for something in the middle, we've got that Mix too. Up, yeah. But um, the you know my my favorite is the maple breakfast yeah followed by a cranberry sausage that mm, we've got nice, and that's yeah. that's a fresh sausage yeah. but it is it is absolutely delicious yeah. and uh, a a nice one to cook up at breakfast it's like yeah. a big proper sausage like the size of like a british banger kind okay. of thing okay yeah yeah um whereas you know most and on our breakfast sausages too are they're a little smaller smaller one yeah so i like a good good mm-hmm. healthy breakfast yep. and, and so a big bigger sausage is not gonna yeah not gonna disappoint me at all awesome but yeah where can folks find the products yeah so um you can get stuff right from us yep. so through the website at winter's turkeys yeah um we we just launched a new website so that there's pictures and mm-hmm. it's you can kind of see what what you're getting yep. the size of it and uh, and you know the price right there. Yeah. Uh, but we have some absolutely fantastic retail partners. Yeah. Um, so Co-op, Calgary Co-op, mm-hmm. uh, is a wonderful place. They carry our whole turkeys. They're okay. they're one of the best places to find that. Yeah. If you're looking for the product side of things, right. Um, then you know you're gonna be wanting to look at Community Natural Foods, okay. Spud, Blush Lane. Um, so those are kind of places that carry our product right. year round. Yeah. And then once you get into that Christmas Thanksgiving season, mm. there's a um, a lot of Safeway and Sobeys carry them. Okay. Um, Bonton's Meat Market is a yeah. you know Greg the guys over there. Yeah, I was there. Uh, I was just there on Saturday. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Yeah. They okay. do an awesome job, and and I know they they yeah. get a lot of turkey. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a little more, but you know even. Even some partners, uh, you know, that I, I would, I would say like if you were, if you're going out to River Cafe, right, when it, yeah, never opens back up. I hope yeah. they do. Yeah, um, you know, they're they've been a really big supporter of ours and Amaranth Natural Foods, right, and, and uh, so we've, it's it's really neat. That's one of the things that I've really enjoyed is getting to meet right the, the people that help us and support mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Um, Sunnyside Natural Market. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just a tiny little joint there in yeah. Kensington, and, yeah. and it's an, it's incredible mm-hmm. how. And I think it's probably because they have like such a like a passionate and loyal customer base, but they do some you know some great stuff for yep. us too. So uh, yeah, and then we we do sell um, if at Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, you you've got a bit of extra time and you want to mm-hmm. make a trip out to the farm. Yeah. We always have. Um, farm sales here the thanksgiving one can be really nice weather we've had uh, people come out as like a trip out of the city and and, uh, see the farm kind of thing so we always do um the 23rd of december is always our farm sale for christmas and the saturday before thanksgiving right is always a farm sale day so last minute yeah yeah if you uh you haven't got one anywhere else (laughs) you can always come to us and but yeah we 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 love, um, sometimes people just shoot us an email and say, hey, we'd like to come out and see yeah. the farm. And uh, we're, we're happy to do that, uh, to show people around, kind of give them the yeah. tour and explain what we do and why we like doing it. So, That's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. And then online, where can folks uh, so Winters, find you, follow you? Yeah, wintersturkeys.ca yep. is, our, is our website. Mm-hmm. And then we're also on Facebook and Instagram. Right. 
uh, at those, I think, at Winter's Turkeys on Instagram. Yep. And Facebook is Winter's Turkeys Winter's Turkeys, well. yeah. I got yeah. you on there. So, so I'll put the links in the notes. Oh, and, perfect. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I just wanted to, I mean, thank you for coming out and talking My to pleasure. us. My pleasure. Thank you for the time. Yeah. Uh, no, it's been it's awesome. Great to, great to see. And, uh, you know, you're one of a few... I'd say younger <laughs> <Yeah>. farmers <laughs> that I've had the the great opportunity to meet and get to know, and it's it's great to see that yeah. next generation, I guess, uh, yeah, coming up and the passion for it, and uh, yeah, yeah, and and there are like I won't say there's a lot of us, but mm-hmm. I think we're becoming a you know more of a vocal group and yeah. and uh, just trying. We're, we're proud of what we grow yeah, and the food we make, yeah. and and uh, trying to. Let people know yeah. that uh, you know your local producers. Uh, I think when some people think of local producers, they think really small, mm-hmm. and some of them are, and yeah. some of them are, are making a lot of food for a lot of people. But I kind of, regardless, you know, we we put our our blood and sweat and tears into this and, and our passion. And well, and numbers you said when we were when I first got here, would you say ten thousand? Yeah, ten thousand per here? flock. Yeah, so, and so. as you said, for a turkey operation that's maybe on the smaller side but that's a lot of turkey right? yeah that's, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah for the average person i think twenty thousand turkeys would be a little yeah. overwhelming yeah and it certainly was for me yeah when i <laughs> first got yeah, here no doubt. but uh yeah it's not a small number for sure no no absolutely that's awesome so lyle the last uh thing i like to ask everybody it's uh, it's dinner time i think i know what uh what protein <laughs> we might be going with but uh what's your what's the go-to meal for you you know i um, uh, I've got some German background in okay. me, and so I'm a pretty big fan of sausages. Yeah. So I I ha- take a few trips over to the uh, to the freezer here on the farm to yeah. to see what sausages are around, and I and I also uh, love raiding my my mother-in-law's garden because ah, she has yes. this huge, delicious yes. garden. Yeah. Uh, so if if I had my choice, uh, I would be doing um, grilled zucchini out of the garden nice. with some onions and mushrooms yeah and then i would barbecue up some sausages nice yeah. and uh, probably if i if i could find it i'd try and find some pie for dessert oh, but pie's always good yeah <laughs> <laughs> awesome lyle thanks so much for doing oh, this you're very uh, welcome thanks really for appreciate me. the tour and the time and yeah. uh great to see what you got going on here all right thank awesome. you thanks that's a wrap, everybody. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate you tuning in. And thanks to Lyle and Laura and Winter's Turkeys for joining me on the show this week. Check them out online and on social media. And if you're in the Calgary area, look for their products at your local grocery store. The links will be in the show notes. And watch for this episode coming up on YouTube before too long here. Hey, friends. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. You can find me online at eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca. Check out the listing of joints on the Barbecue Trail site and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out and show your local barbecue joints some love. Give me a follow on Twitter at eatmorebarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, my email is eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported, and is a production of Eat More Barbecue Digital Media. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. <laughs>